Hey Redeemer, just checking in with you. Wow, what a what a strange time we're living in. A time of social distancing, a time of self-isolation. A time where we don't quite know actually what the next couple of weeks are going to look like. It's hard to believe that it was 10 days ago when we last gathered in person, 101, Donegal Street, and we... We worshipped that day, we washed our hands and we we refrained from hugging but we but we were there and we worshipped and we prayed and we remembered the story that we're part of, a story of a God who's with us, who's given us his spirit to comfort us. And a God who's ultimately about making this world new again, filling it with his peace, the peace of his kingdom. And that day we worshipped and we we broke bread together like we do every week. We came to the table of Jesus, the table of grace, a table that Walter Brueggemann likes to describe as a drama. A drama of abundance. And we came to that table that day. And we came. In the midst of. A spirit of scarcity. That was gripping our society. People hoarding. People bulk buying. And we came to this table. That is a drama of abundance. And we came. And we broke bread together. We didn't take wine that day, or juice, but we just broke the bread. And we remembered that we come to a God who is so abundant, a God who owns the cattle on a thousand fields, <laughs> a God who is able to nourish and sustain all of us. And we get to come back to that table again and again and again, because that is the, the God that we worship, it's the God that we come to, it's the God that Jesus worshipped and who Jesus came to reveal. It's the one who Jesus is. He is the face of God. And it's in Christ, at his table, we find grace and love and peace. And we need peace in these days. And I'm so thankful for I'm so thankful for my faith, I'm so thankful for God and his presence, I'm so thankful for Jesus and I'm so thankful for his church, I'm so thankful for Redeemer Central, for this community I'm part of, um, I'm so thankful for our National Health Service and for all the provisions and measures that are going on to help us get through this, but now more than ever we have an opportunity to I guess not just think that we have faith, but we get an opportunity to actually practice our faith. I think all that we're going through is revealing to us the kind of faith that we have. And we get to practice it now. We get to, we get to pray. We get to fast. We get to lean into God. We get to trust 
in a God who is the God of abundance. He is the one that we need. He's all that we need. He's the one who sustains us. The one who counters our fears with his perfect love. As 1 John 4 says, this is a moment for us to, to lean into our faith. That morning it was, um, it just seemed the right thing to do that Ryan led us, Ryan Hawthorne, part of our preaching team in Redeemer. He led us in this beautiful meditation of Psalm 23. And then he led us to the table using this beautiful liturgy. It was absolutely what we needed that morning and it's absolutely what we need now. And so I share that with you now. I trust that it blesses you, that it nourishes you, that it feeds your soul, and that you encounter Jesus in these verses, in this meditation, in this time, that you encounter Jesus, his rest, his peace, and his love. Over to Ryan now. I hope it really blesses you. Why don't you just take a couple of, couple of breaths? Why don't you close your eyes? Take a couple of breaths and feel your, your body sitting in the chair. Why don't you just become conscious of the presence of God who is with us, who is in us, who is surrounding us. We are united to him. Jesus has done everything that we would be brought into his presence, that we would be bound to him. The kingdom is near. The king is near. The good shepherd is near to us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you're near to your people. Thank you that we find rest in you. We find rest for our souls in you. That when there is fear in the world, that you bring us into a place of perfect love. That your perfect love does indeed cast out fear, Jesus. We thank you for that. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the king of love that your king, your kingdom is one of love, one of joy, one of peace, one of grace. We thank you for that, Jesus. Thank you that you have brought us to yourself. Thank you for your great grace that you have poured out upon us. Thank you for your mercy, your never-ending mercy, your everlasting love. We thank you for that, Jesus. We welcome you in your nearness to us by your Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with us, that you're near to us, that you're ministering to us even in these moments. Thank you, Father, that your face is toward us, that you only desire good things for us. We find our rest in you. The Lord Jesus Christ 
is my shepherd. I shall not want. Picture in your mind's eye the green pastures that he leads you to. Picture Jesus going on ahead of you. A brown-skinned man. Perhaps you can see the wounds in his hands. Leading you into safety, into rest. He leads me beside still waters. Do you feel like you're in the storm? Do you feel like the waters are choppy? Jesus says, no, follow me. I lead you beside still waters. I will restore your soul. Jesus goes on ahead of us and he leads us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Wherever he goes, he calls us forward and he covers us with his righteousness and he leads us in the ways of righteousness that we may be like him. Even though we may feel we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil because Jesus Christ our Lord is with us. He is with us. He is God with us. He became one of us that he might know us all intimately what it is to be a man, what it is to be a human being. He knows us and he walks with us. His rod and his staff comfort us causes us to walk in the way that we should go. He protects us. He is our shield. He is our banner over us. He is the one who surrounds us. He's on our left hand side, on our right hand side. He is above us and below us. He's behind us and in front of us. He is within us and without us. He goes before us. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Can you picture that table in your mind's eye? The celebration table, the banqueting table. When all around you is shaking, he sets a table before you and he invites you to eat, to drink, He invites you to experience joy. In fact, he anoints our head with oil. He anoints our head with the oil of gladness. He pours out the oil 
of his Holy Spirit, the oil of his gladness upon us. Imagine the oil of gladness pouring down in your head, covering you. That is your inheritance in Jesus. With Jesus, your cup will never be empty. Your cup overflows. In him, you have everything. Following Jesus means that goodness and mercy will follow you all of your days. All the days of your life, goodness and mercy will follow you. Rest in the truth that his goodness and his mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And we all will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you're the one who leads us. You're the one who has gone on before us. You're the one whose heart protects us, your little ones, your flock, your sheep. You guide us in your way. You're the one who leaves the 99 and goes after the one. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you that not one of the little ones that belong to you will be lost, Jesus. We thank you for your compassionate heart, Jesus. Thank you that your heart is for us. Thank you that you only have good things for us. No matter what is going on in the world in these days, we thank you, Jesus, that you anoint our heads with oil, that our cup overflows because we are found in you. Oh, Jesus, that many would discover you in these days of uncertainty. Many would come to see and know you, that they would taste and see that the Lord is good, that many would be brought into the awakening of their hearts, hearts that are full of anxiety and fear in these days. May they find you, Jesus, and find the peace that you offer them. We ask for that, Jesus, in your precious name. Bless your name. Bless your name. Can I invite you to stand? I'm going to ask Jillian and Dave to, to come up and they're going to uh, drop a little piece of bread into your hands. And we're going to use the, a, a communion liturgy here as we, as we enter into our time of taking bread and wine usually, but not today. Um, I'll lead us in this. There are portions for me to read in white and then portions for you to read in yellow. So let's, let's do this together and then we'll take bread together and then we'll sing. The Lord be with you. We lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Therefore, O oh God, we pray you Open wide your arms and surrender now to us the Holy Spirit.
poured out upon these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body of Christ, broken for the world, and the blood of Christ poured out for the many. On the night before he died, Jesus came to a table with his disciples. He took bread in his hands and giving thanks to you, O God of creation. He said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his beloved, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And supper was ended, taking all through the cup of wine into his hands, and again giving thanks to you, O God of redemption. He said the blessing, and gave the cup to his beloved, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the cup of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for the many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. The table of bread and wine is now to be made ready. It is the table of company with Jesus and all who love him. It is the table of sharing with the poor of the world with whom Jesus identified himself. It is the table of communion with the earth in which Christ became incarnate. So come to this table, you who have much faith and you who would like to have more. You have been here often and you have not been here for a long time. You who have tried to follow Jesus and you who have failed, come. It is Christ who invites us to meet him here.